0: Coming to you live on tape from the beautiful Campbell Bell Building on the Square in Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's time for Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Adam Robison, and I'm coming to you live from Roe Real Estate, a place where we don't get to do very many interviews, but that's getting ready to change as this is going to become Business Radio X East, I think, because uh, Elizabeth Rowe is getting ready to start her podcast emanating out of Rowe Real Estate, and today we get to bring you a very special episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio right here from the conference room at Rowe Real Estate, guys. If you are out and about and you're looking for something to do, it, you need to check to make sure that you've given a like to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, all of our socials. Make sure that you are are liking and following those so that you can see the shorts that we drop throughout the week. Uh, That sounded kind of funny, dropping shorts throughout the week. But what I meant was TikTok shorts. I think you know what I'm talking about. I hope you do. Um, That just became awkward. (laughs) I didn't mean for it to. Anyway, help us out. Go ahead and follow the socials and and, uh, show us all the love there so that we can make sure that you get all the great content from Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. You know, one of the things I like to do in my off time is just kind of go through uh, Facebook. I'm a part of a couple of uh, Northwest Arkansas small business groups and uh, this last week, I guess it's been two weeks now, uh, I met a woman by the name of Jamie Smith and Jamie is here with me today. Uh, Jamie, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad you're here. Say hi to all of our listeners.
1: Hey, everybody. And I'm really honored to be here. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I'll tell you that, that Jamie has become a fast friend of mine. Um, we've already been through the good, the bad, and the ugly, haven't we? We, yeah. we? Yeah. We know each other pretty well. At least we're getting to know each other pretty well. What I'm learning is Northwest Arkansas is a bit of a small town, right? And the, the, a little the, bit. And the, the good people seem to float to the top. And you were one of those. And so you Thank own a you. business called Jamie's Notebook. Mm-hmm. Right? So, right. so tell us, what is Jamie's Notebook? Who are you? Let us get to know you.
1: So Jamie's Notebook is the business I started 13 years ago, okay. um, and it's evolved to now include writing, consulting... And coaching.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Um,
1: And also some public speaking, but that kind of went away with COVID. Um, So um, those are kind of my key areas. Mm -hmm. And I either can write for you, I can help you figure out how to write for yourself, or I can also help you with your strategy.
0: Fantastic. Do you have an area of specialty that you particularly enjoy working in?
1: I love writing websites. Really? I, mean, I love doing a lot of different writing, but I really enjoy writing websites.
0: Okay. Now, that's actually one of – that's the reason why I invited you on the show today because right. a little mm-hmm. bit later we want to get in the topic of website audits. And mm-hmm. uh, i got to be honest with you, folks. I didn't know that our websites required an audit or at least uh, were strongly urged to have uh, participated in an audit. I don't know that I'm
1: – See, I hate the word.
0: The, the A lot audit. of times
1: I'll say a review, but that sounds like I'm giving it five stars. True. True.
0: That's true. So what is a website? Let's just go there. What What is a website audit? Um, what does that term mean?
1: Well, it means different things to different people. But generally speaking, it's looking at your existing website and determining, okay, is this what I really want? First of all, is the information up to date? Mm. Um, you know, sometimes people will have information on there that hasn't been updated in seven years. And... Wow. That just makes me kind of want to cry. Yeah. Um but then also is it accurate? Does it reflect your goals and does it reflect how you do business now? Cuz mm-hmm. so many of us start our businesses um, in one mindset. And then as the industry changes, our interest changes. Um, and so many things force us to evolve what we do for a business. So does it reflect what the person who the who the company is now and what you want to be in the future?
0: I gotcha. Okay, so it's, uh, it's kind of like updating a resume, right? So and, to speak,
1: and some people go more for the technical, okay. um, which I do a little bit of I, I focus on content, because mm-hmm. that's my specialty. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people will go towards, you know, is it better for SEO? I check SEO, but I, um, you know, they'll audit the um, accessibility or they'll audit the um, the speed, mm-hmm. all, all that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: So. Wow. So, so there's an entire science behind making sure that your website is working for you, right? Right. Okay. Okay. So how does someone go about learning that science? Just simply because it's like I shared with you before we started recording, right? Um, I've talked with a lot of people about their marketing strategy and what they're doing to let others know about their business. Um, I'm finding there's not a whole lot of people out there that know that they not only need a website. But they need to make their website work for them, right? right? Right. So first, if you will, just to our listeners, go ahead and explain what do I mean? Because obviously, you know, what do I mean when I say you need to make your website work for you? And then why is that important?
1: Well, first of all, your website is really the only platform that you own. Um, I remember That's a good. few years ago when Facebook died for a day and a half. hmm Everyone lost it. Yeah. Well, if you still have a website, Facebook should not be your your website. Mm-hmm. You should have a real website because you own the content. WordPress or whatever your platform is isn't going to shut you down because you made somebody angry. Right. Um, you need a website as the central. Um, hub, I think, of all of your marketing efforts. Because mm-hmm. um, that's going to drive, even even if you still do some print, that's going to be driven by wh- how you reflect yourself on your website.
0: Okay. So, how often should we be reviewing the content on our website? Um, well, a lot of
1: people say every three years, but I say... Um, have a checklist of every time you have a change. Like I've seen people, I've seen people's websites even just recently that they still had people on there that they fired six months ago. Oh no. And that's just a bad look.
0: Yeah. That's not good. Um, (laughs) Or
1: uh, just anytime you have a change or Uh an update and Uh there's ways that I can help write it that I purposefully write it um, to where it doesn't have to be constantly updated. I gotcha. So like, for example, if you say we've been in business 12 years, yeah, well, how has that been updated? So right. you should use the year that you were founded, not the number of years. Uh, that kind that. of a thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: that way it's sort of evergreen, right. right? That's one thing I love about doing podcasts is they're evergreen marketing material if right. you record them right, right? Right. So, um, okay. Um, so let me just, let, let's role play a little bit. All, all right? right. So let's just say that um, I decide to do um, uh, put a website together for Business Radio X and I want people to come and see the content that we that we offer and to learn about the business opportunity that that lies therein if they choose to underwrite their own podcast okay how do I how do where do I go to learn this information or is that what your coaching is about like like how does somebody become a master in this field or at least you know, a dangerous, dangerous with knowledge.
1: Right. So do you mean the field I'm in? Yes. Okay. Um, As far as
0: website writing, making that work for you. That's kind of
1: the coaching I do because online writing versus print writing are two very different animals. Um, Print writing has um, one audience Mm -hmm. and um, online writing has two. Okay. The uh, the two audiences is the person actually reading an SEO. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, Google and all the other websites, uh, all the other search engines are getting to where those two are married yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. But um, there's still two audiences there. Okay. So first of all, you need to understand that. Yeah. Um, but I just learned by experience. Uh, you know, for example, when, when you're learning how to write a website, you have to learn all the different components you need to learn, you know, what, what needs to be there, what, what key elements are there. And so mm-hmm. when you do an audit, you check, how does this work? I see. You okay. Know?
0: Okay. So, <clears throat> okay. So, um, awesome. So you, for folks that have a website audit that you, you and I in our conversation on Facebook, mm-hmm. you had mentioned that there were some coming changes in the next year. Is that right? To, to well, websites in 2024?
1: Well, there's always constant changes okay. um, to, to how we do websites and how, you know, it used to be we'd say, click here. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people kind of are educated enough to know that the little blue underline means a link. Yeah. So you don't have to say click here. Right. Um, so that's, I mean, that's going way back like a decade or sure. more. But um, so obviously the industry is changing. But more importantly, um, what you need to check your website for is your own company goals gotcha and so what you wanted to achieve um needs to be reflected in your website okay and it's it's not about oh well i have this goal and you need to help me build your goal right um you know i'm i'm not trying to sell you something or sell you makeup or whatever i'm not building a team um so it needs to reflect not only who your business is now, Mm -hmm. but what you want it to look like in the future. Mm, That's good. And you need to, all of your marketing should be around your sales
0: goals. That's good. So um, the other day, and I I, I hadn't really equated the two until just now, but the other day I was reading this little card um, that was just really an informational card about the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And basically what the card was saying that the law of attraction, basically what you think, what you say has more power than the way things actually are. Right. right. So when you're communicating with clients in a website, mm-hmm. do you lean more toward law of attraction type stuff to where you're putting out who you are, who you want to be? Basically, are you leading with vision or are you leading with statistics and where we've been? Like, what, what's the format to successful website copy?
1: To where. To where? How do I attract my clients? Is
0: that well, what you're Well, just, just for someone who's wanting to put a website together oh. um, to make it work for them.
1: And actually, that's part of what I do with coaching is if you want to write it yourself, I can teach you how to oh, write for cool. online audiences. Okay. So, um, but I think you have to have a mix. Uh, I've seen that you can't just do... All or nothing okay. on one side. I mean, yes, you need to have statistics or, you know, proof of concept. Mm-hmm. You need to have proof of concept. Why should I hire you out of all the other people? Yeah. Um, you know, the answer I usually get when I'm interviewing people is, well, because I treat people like family. Mm. Well, A, that's kind of implying that everyone else treats their customers like dirt. Right. Or they do treat them like family
0: and it's very dysfunctional. Right. So I'm like, no, tell me more. What makes you different? Say, if I start telling people I treat my customers like family, right. I'm just saying so that's that.
1: like, that's the law of unattraction for You're some right, people. Right. Right. Um, right. So you we don't want don't to all there. We don't
0: have happy memories that we're loaded with when it comes to our family. Right. Right. So, I
1: um, mean, I do, but it's, yeah. you know, I just don't want to put that out there. Exactly. It's too generic. Mm-hmm. You need to get more specific about what makes you unique. Mm-hmm. And I even, um, Experienced this myself when I I had someone ask me who's my target audience and I'm like business owners. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't really clear it up. Mm-hmm. So what I started thinking about was who are my most successful relationships? Who am I interacting with the most and it's a good positive interaction that's for us both. Stuff. Yeah, that's um, good stuff. And I realized that um, I work best with one-on-one entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or um, small businesses. Small businesses run by men. And um, one-on-one with women.
0: Interesting. Okay. That's a very interesting dynamic. But I love that you've carved out your target avatar. That's incredible. Um, If you don't know what a target avatar is, you should probably call Jamie for some coaching services because um, you're you're leaving a lot of money on the table if you don't know what that is.
1: And it's not like I won't work with anybody else. I've just found that looking for those mindsets, what are those types of people looking for, Mm -hmm. is going to be my most successful re-
0: outreach sure 100 percent. so um so jamie's notebook interesting name for a business mm-hmm. right um give us the story about your company where did it get how did you get started with it what made you decide to uh i mean you could have been a business owner in pretty much any capacity you wanted to but you 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 chose a very um deliberate niche, right? Very much. So. so go ahead and explain to us.
1: So first of all, when I grew up, I was never going to be self-employed.
0: Never. I, yeah.
1: I was like, no, wow. I, I, you know, I want to work for someone else. They have to have insurance, you know, all that stuff. I wanted the security of it. Yeah. Um, my degrees in journalism, um, I actually got a bachelor's of science in um, from John Brown university. Congratulations. Um, thank you. And I worked for about, depending on how you look at it, about 15 to 20 years in the newspaper industry. I was a reporter. OK, um, my last full time position was as an education beat reporter. Wow. So um, okay. but then when now 13, was that here huh? in mm-hmm. northwest
0: Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So did you grow up in northwest Arkansas, too? N-
1: nope. I tell people I grew up in Wichita, Kansas and became a grown up in northwest Arkansas.
0: OK. Yeah. OK. That's how I like to tell. people. Yeah. I have some family in Wichita and I love the mm-hmm. family, but I avoid Wichita. I'll be honest I'm with sorry. you. I'm sorry. Did you love it? Did you love living in Wichita? No. Okay, so then you're okay. Maybe still so fine. You don't have to say I'm sorry then, because yeah. we both don't want to go back to Wichita. I
1: like it. I mean, I like yeah. going to visit family. But... Oh, so you
0: still have family there? Oh yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm Family's sure. I'm sure then there. for
0: family listening to this from Wichita, Wichita's fine, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway,
1: yeah. I, uh, I like the smaller atmosphere.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I live in a town of thirty six hundred. So,
0: well, there yeah, you go. as
1: instead of forty four hundred and
0: fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little different. Yeah, yeah that's but, nice.
1: But okay. anyway, so I was laid off when the two competing newspapers merged. I was laid off. They had mm-hmm. two of everybody, and then they only needed one of everybody, and I was one of the not ones that they felt like they needed. So mm-hmm. I was laid off, and I needed something to take by writing. My husband and I had just gotten married. And we really wanted to stay in the area. And so I needed to figure out how to transform myself. And I was pretty well known as a reporter in the area. Um, And so I needed something that would get in people's minds that I could do something other than reporting. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting because it turned out that the person that needed the most convincing was
0: myself. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So
1: that's actually, um, I'll bring that up here in a minute but so um i started getting portfolio work and finally and i did work part-time for an agency for a while but my husband's like jamie work for yourself take jamie's notebook full-time so i did that i'm now back to part-time just for health reasons but um you know i could only work part-time but so that was 13 years ago wow and i've it started as a social media and writing agency um, and now I don't do social media anymore, and I just focus on the writing and the coaching.
0: Okay, so when you look at the things in in Jamie's notebook, it's writing and coaching. Right. Okay. Love it. And uh, you know, I think that I, I think that is uh, uh, shows some semblance of all of us, right? The mm-hmm. older we get, the the less crowded our notebook becomes, right? We become specialties, or we become experts in certain areas, and then. Other experts we don't.
1: Which is ironic because I was just reading something this morning that talked about, um, I follow all kinds of writing mm-hmm. stuff on Facebook and um, they were talking about how so many writers are encouraged to niche, like niche down hard, oh, like yeah. only write for landscaping companies, yeah. only
0: write medical, only oh, yeah. write this. The expression I, is there's riches in the niches. Oh, yes. Yeah. I refuse. Really?
1: Um, I like the fact that like today I'm going to be writing about Um, I'm going to be covering a school board meeting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be writing about accounting and I'm going to be writing about cattle. Wow. Okay. So I like my niche is that I don't niche. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, that's actually become, I feel like it makes me a better writer Mm -hmm. because I'm not the expert. My client is, and my tagline is giving you a voice with a written word. Mm -hmm. And so I'm helping express their thoughts and not getting myself in the way.
0: Well, that's really profound. I've not heard anybody put it quite like that. So in in a sense, you being a generalist in a field where there aren't a whole lot of generalists pretty much creates your niche, that's right? That's niche. Yeah, that's really profound. I've not really thought about that in, in any kind of way, but I love that. How have you found that to... Now, you say that that, that allows the customer to sit in the... The hero seat or in the um, that, that's what my marketing training goes, right? Like mm-hmm. So I, I, I did a lot of reading with um, uh, Story Brand, Creating a Story Brand by Donald Miller right. and one of the things that he uh, advocates a lot is positioning the client in the seat of the hero. He says you'll never make a sale if you keep putting your business in the hero seat. You've right. got to put the client in the hero seat. Um, so was that an intentional strategy? Did you discover that on accident? Because I think it's very it's a very smart way to to run your business.
1: A little bit of both. Okay. Um I'm actually familiar with um the story, what we're yeah, talking creating about. Creating the story brand. Um but also it's just what worked. Okay. And as a journalist you know, I had to keep myself out of the story as much as possible. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is the to me this is still funny. For years, I would tell people, "I'm sorry, I don't know how to write a website. I don't know how really? to do it, but I really needed a I really needed a job." So I Googled how to write a website. Yeah, and then I Googled what is a keyword, mm. and so I taught myself, and then just got training, and now it's my favorite thing to do because uh, I realized what I was doing was stepping back and helping people communicate for themselves. Mm. Um, And I was trying to take myself out of it um, and put, and put my client there so that they can better serve their client. Yeah. And sometimes helping them realize, okay, you may know what you mean. You may think you understand, but, let's help the other person understand mm-hmm. and the other person be inspired by what you're doing.
0: I love that. That's, yeah. that's really cool stuff. Um, so um, how long ago did you start Jamie's notebook? 13 years. 13 ago. years. I think you've already said that now that that, that that came up. Um, so if you look into the next five or 10 years for Jamie's notebook, what do you see up on your vision wall or where would you like to see this business go?
1: Well, I'm actually in the middle of writing a book. Um, I've been trying to take time off from Jamie's notebook a little bit to write the book, but I have a hard time saying no to projects. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, the the book is called destination changes. Um, and it's about how having the, having the entrepreneurial spirit, um, not only it naturally within myself, but nurtured uh-huh. um, over the years has helped me deal with life with a born being born with a disability, mm-hmm. actually owning a business, mm-hmm. um, crisis of faith, crisis of identity, mm-hmm. um, all those things. You know, like when I suffered, my I felt like my identity was in my job. And when you don't have your reporter job anymore, who are you? Oh, you know? yeah. And so um, that's what the book's about. But... Um,
0: and those are issues that everybody. That I mean, I know in the pandemic I was laid off of a, a job with Tyson, right? And it was the at that particular time it was the best job I'd ever had, paid the most I'd ever made. And then when I was told, like in an unexpected phone call, "Hey, we've 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 got to go ahead and go this way because the business is going that way," right? Um, boy, you you're suddenly left with this crisis of identity. That's like, man, I put everything mm-hmm. in my stock with this job. And, and then you have to figure, and I'm on this journey right now, Jamie, so we might have stumbled into a soapbox. But You're fine. Yeah, no, like it, you have to get to this point to where it's like, hey, I'm more than the job I'm paid to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more than the choices I've made over the last five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like literally, we make the decision every day to wake up and live our life to the fullest, right? right? I mean, right. Um, there are lots of reasons to just give up. Right, and and you would know being born with a disability. You've got you've had every reason to not take advantage of opportunities in your way. My guess is, as a business owner, you've you've taken advantage of most of them, right? Oh,
1: you you do more than carpe the diem.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, you, you just have to, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to do it for you.
1: And that doesn't mean taking advantage. Mm-hmm. That means finding the opportunities. that's Absolutely. actually one of the key elements of an entrepreneur. Yeah. But, um, back to what you originally asked was where's my future. Yeah. So i sorry. Wanna, I got, no, tr- no, you're fine. Actually. I, um, I have a comment after that. Okay. Y- you mentioned I might be okay talking. I'm okay talking. Okay. Um, but I, in the, my future, I want to get the book done because uh-huh. I want to do more than just write for entrepreneurs. I want to help lead. Oh, I love it. Um, and I want to, um, Obviously, I want to
0: sell books. When it comes out, please buy my book. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Well, maybe by then they'll be listening to your podcast and, and you can tell them every week to buy your book. Well, that's kind right? of the
1: idea that's formulating it's in formulating my brain. It's formulating
0: in mine too, because you're a pretty good talker. So, so. I. Um, my husband says the same thing. Really? Yeah. Does <laughs> he say it with such a smile on his face? yes there you go smart yeah it's like he can see you
1: yeah um so but you so that's where i think i'm going is you know moving towards that i still want to do writing and Mm -hmm. i want to do more community development but using my skills as a writer um so i want to get more um i'm the plumber with the leaky faucet Mm. um you know i want to work more on my my business Mm -hmm. instead of only taking care of other people. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, and you know, you, I understand that feeling, you mm-hmm. know, it's um, uh, and, and it was something I referred to earlier, well, just a few minutes ago, as far as like leaving a job and you're like, man, I was working really hard at making the Don Tyson family a lot of money when do people start lining up to make money for my family? Oh, wait, I've got to do that first, right? Right. Like as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, I've got to step up and say, hey, this is for me because I deserve it. And I think that sounds like what I'm hearing you say.
1: Well, and even, um, I'm also on the board for two nonprofits here in the area. So... um that's and I just attended a couple different conferences that are helping me with that.
0: Do you want to show some love and give them the name, or are you okay to not drop the name of your your nonprofits?
1: Um, Elkins Community Network and North uh, Give Camp Northwest Arkansas. Well,
0: there you go. So, Everybody's needing some PR. It, yeah, you should go look them up. Both. Okay, awesome.
1: Um, but we one thing that really got driven home was that. Uh, one thing about having volunteers is you need to be prepared for volunteers. You Mm. need to be prepared with those opportunities. So I feel like I need to be prepared for those opportunities for, to people help my business, to help my family, but not in a way that's in a way that's mutually beneficial. Um, because you know, what is the saying? Rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah, like, that sounds s- good.
0: Such a cliche. Yeah,
1: but cliches are kind of true.
0: Yeah, there's there's a reason they became a cliche, yeah, right? They right. were said enough, so that they were coined into a cliche, right? Um, so true. Yeah. So, um, boy, I love this. I didn't. So as you begin to get the gears going on this new facet of your business, um. What, what steps have you taken or what steps do you want to take in the next five years or so to really see that begin to manifest itself?
1: Well, I've already started writing the book. The book's about half-written. Okay. Um, I did hire um, a coach that's going to help me. It has been helping me through the book writing process awesome. um, and taking time to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually getting read, ready in November. Um, for those that are familiar with the NaNoWriMo. I've it's not heard of it. National Novel Writing Month, and oh, it's global. And, wow. they, and it started for people that wanted to write, like, fiction. Right? You know, you write a book in yeah. a month, it's 50,000 words. Um, but then now they've added it on to include all kinds of writing and editing. So um, I'm actually volunteering to be a um, co-municipal liaison for Northwest Arkansas, Um Shameless plug. Yeah. Um, so if you want to join us and you've got that project where you want to write, even if it's just a bunch of blogs, join us. And we we do sprints. We do not actual running. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you sweat.
0: <laughs> yeah. I didn't uh, get this sexy body by running, Jamie. Yeah, I don't right. know. <laughs> Me neither.
1: Um, but, you know, writing sprints where it's just right, uh-huh. right, 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 right. Yeah. Stop. Um, but we'd love to have people join us for that. Okay. Um, so just finding time to carve it, kind of getting, kind of taking my own advice. Yeah. Um, and that's actually one thing in the book I said, I can't tell you how to, to do yours. I can only tell my own story and and help you find the lessons mm-hmm. and help you find the entrepreneur spirit inside mm-hmm. yourself. That's so good. Um, and so I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what I did and this is why it worked. Mm-hmm. Um but so yeah, I've just gotta, I've just gotta allow myself the time.
0: Yeah, which is a great coaching technique, by yeah. the way. Obviously, and so uh, fantastic. Well, find it. If you find it, I'll find it. Because like I shared, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through my dissertation. I hope I'm halfway through. Looking to walk in May. I keep adding chapters. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I, I, it's, it's a lot of work.
1: May I share what the book's about? Please do. Okay. Well, I've Would shared a little to. bit about life, but the reason it's called destination changes mm-hmm. is because there's that whole saying that they always tell us that life is about the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. But what they don't tell you is that the destination changes.
0: No joke. I love that.
1: And so talking about how, um, when life you know, when you have things that you thought your life was going in one direction and then something happens and it changes it, Mm -hmm. how to realign, how Mm -hmm. to, um, find, use that entrepreneurial spirit to either get around it, get through it, smash it.
0: I love that. (laughs) You know, for a period of about nine years in my life, I was a pastor, started a church, did that whole thing. I I started a church so I'd have a place to preach because I'm a public speaker, not a pastor. Um, and I learned that, that, I learned that, and that's why I'm not pastoring today because I'm a public speaker, not a pastor. When I would hear something that sounded really good, I would say, now that'll preach. And what you just said will absolutely preach, right? Like sometimes we get so focused on, on how we're doing things to get to a certain point that we yeah. forget that the, the point's changing, Maybe right?
1: Maybe that's not where we need to be anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, And and as the circumstances change us, perhaps the destination changes too. that's a whole other episode like we've we've got to get you on and and let you just talk because there's a lot stored up here I'm thinking that uh, our audience could think about Jamie we've already filled up our time today we've talked about everything and, and we've just just scratch the surface on most things um I, I hope that we can work it out to get it get you back on the airways because you just you sound incredible if somebody wants to inquire about coaching or they want to know more about you or jamie's notebook how do people connect with you on social media or a website or or something like that
1: well my handle on um twitter Actually, I think it's... Now, I changed it to Jamie's Notebook when they allowed more letters. Nice. But it's, it's at Jamie's Notebook. You are an um, opportunist, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Although, on LinkedIn, I don't have my business name because it felt stupid to refer to myself in the third person.
0: Yeah. I just have LinkedIn my... Doesn't Smith. That, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. LinkedIn doesn't make that. Yeah. Uh, I LinkedIn doesn't... But you can't create a page on LinkedIn, so maybe that's where... I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just
1: didn't want to have to manage yet another social media yeah. platform.
0: So does Jamie's Notebook, does it have a website?
1: Jamie's mm-hmm, jamiesnotebook.com. Okay. And Jamie is J-A-M-I-E. Okay. Um, and my email is just Jamie at Jamie's notebook.com
0: Okay. Awesome. Um, any kind of parting thought, anything you want to leave the audience with now that they've gotten to meet you, now that they know it's possible to get coaching toward uh, getting their website primed and ready and, and representing themselves. Um, any morsel or... or nugget that you can think of you want to pass on to our customers start
1: now with your goals I know that we're all kind of wanting to finish the, you know the last quarter strong but start thinking about your 2024 goals and mm. your website and And your own personal mindset, is it ready for that? Um, Another thing that I keep trying to encourage people with their goals is as you're developing them, don't just look at your sales numbers. You should be looking at your sales numbers, by the way, for your goals. But don't just look at that. Look at what else is going on in your life or what you think is going on in your life, especially if you're a solo entrepreneur or a small business entrepreneur. Um, For example, I want to write my book. And so that means I can't ramp up and start all these other services with Jamie's notebook that would help my sales but they don't allow me to write the book. Mm. So when you're developing your goals, really look at that um, so that life is manageable. So Mm -hmm. we're not talking about work-life balance. We're talking about managing all of life.
0: Absolutely. Oh gosh, I love that. I'm not even going to say anything else because that was fantastic. Um, Guys, we've got Jamie Smith who's been here with us uh, for the last half hour or so. We've got... An incredible interview here. Thank you so much for Thank your time. Thank you. This Thanks was for, fun. This was fun, and I appreciate you coming and 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 uh, uh, learning more about what it is that you do with Jamie's mm-hmm. Notebook, and and just get to know you a little bit. Feel like I've made a new friend, and that's cool. Oh yeah. And so um, yeah. So for Jamie Smith with Jamie's Notebook, my name is Adam Robinson. You've been listening to another episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio right here on Business Radio X. We'll see you next time.